Welcome in. Good morning. Happy Friday. That's always nice to say. Happy Friday, Delaware Valley. And we are officially less than one week away from Philadelphia Eagles meaningful football. And if you guys stayed up and watched that entire game, God bless you. <laughs> I, I bowed out in the third quarter. Um, if, you're, if you hung on to the end of the game in the fourth quarter, you, uh, you get the MVP award today because, yeah, I was out. But the Eagles do get the win 10-9. to Woo! They're not going to be unde- you know, defeated for the preseason. Um, you know, ultimately, who cares? <laughs> it was it was one of the stranger preseasons I can recall as an Eagles fan, and, and obviously that has a lot to do with coming off of the Super Bowl. You one don't want to get guys injured. Two, your guys that are injured from the long run, you know, of the Super Bowl, you don't want to push extra hard. So it's just you know you, you barely had your your main contributing guys a part of it. You didn't. You barely. You didn't see Carson Wentz. You didn't see Jason Peters. You didn't see Darren Sproles. I don't even think you saw Corey Clement. You saw Zach Ertz a little bit. No Alshon. Hardly any Aguilar. It was a very, very kind of just bland preseason. And you know that's to be expected, I guess, when you go late into a season and win a Super Bowl. And totally fine with it. Totally cool. But last night was, you know, maybe there was. Four position battles kind of up for up for grabs a little bit that they were battling it out. And I think Mike kind of nailed it yesterday. You know, it was basically Adams and and, and Smallwood. You had Aiken versus um, Devontae Adams or Marcus Wheaton. It, it, that, that's going to be an interesting one because, to me, uh, DeAndre Carter, look, he showed up every single game. He had a very good preseason and he certainly made a case for himself. You know, at worst, he's going to be on on the practice squad. But I don't know if he makes it through the practice squad because I think he showed enough that other teams may actually have some interest in him. So he's a guy you might actually. You know, I was listening to Ruben uh, Ruben Frank on NBC Sports Philadelphia, and he said he thinks he makes the team. And if that's the case, then maybe Aiken or Marcus Wheaton are out. But DeAndre Carter showed up every single game. He 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 showed you some special teams uh, want to, which is you know always important if you're going to keep a sixth receiver. But he he showed up, and you know I think uh, I think the running back Josh Adams, the the local kid from Notre Dame, who uh, went to CB South, it looks like you know he's got a really good shot to make the team. Donnell Pumphrey, I think is it's all but over. He showed a little bit last night, but they didn't go to him like they, like he was somebody that you know they really wanted to see. Like they kind of brought him in late a little bit in the first half. It was mostly Adams, and we'll see. You know they're probably going to keep six wide receivers and, and potentially five running backs. You're going to have Jay Ajayi. Jay Ajayi. You're going to have Corey Clement. You're going to have Darren Sproles. Um, you're going to have probably Adams. So you're going to have four running backs and six wide receivers, and your wide receivers will be Alshon, Nelson, Mike Wallace. Um, I'm, I'm brain farting right now. Uh, Mike Wallace, you're probably going to keep one of DeAndre Carter or Marcus Wheaton. Marcus Wheaton was done no favors by Christian Hackenberg last night, who... 
Man, I thought he was going to be worthy of a practice squad spot just to try and develop for a year, get him in the system. You know, maybe he becomes your third string quarterback next year. But, ooh, he showed you almost next to nothing. You know, he's got a strong arm. That's all he shows you. <laughs> he had two picks. He had a fumble. He's got more rushing yards on on the preseason than Donnell Pumphrey does. He, you know, I thought it was a guy they brought in because, you know, they were projecting a year from now down the line that, hey, look, this guy can be our third string quarterback once Sudfeld moves up to the two spot. And I'm not so sure about that anymore. <laughs> Joe Callahan obviously outplayed him last night. Hackenberg's quarterback rating on the evening was a whopping 16.7. Yee, yee, yee. Uh, so the Christian Hackenberg experiment, we'll see. Uh, you know, I, I think he's, if you still wanted to put him on the practice squad over Joe Callahan, I don't think he'll be getting claimed by other teams. So you, you might have that chance if, if you're so, uh, so inclined. Uh, we'll see. But there's clearly a new guy that a lot of us are going to be swooning about. You heard Mike Mayock during the broadcast last night talking about him. And that's our new six foot seven, three hundred and fifty pound Australian son, Jordan Mayalata. And look, you you heard Baldy, uh, you know, talking about him yesterday. And, you know, I started swooning last week after I was watching the Baldy breakdowns on the kid. And we'll, you know, as coaches always say, one you can't teach size, and and he's got that in spades. Mike Mayock was calling him the future left tackle of your Philadelphia Eagles. I, I said that as well last week. You know, I, I really believe this kid has the raw talent and ability to potentially be your replacement to Jason Peters when that time comes. And what was really cool last night, this is why Jason Peters is one of my favorite Eagles. Uh, and I think I'm not alone in that. I think a lot of people love the bodyguard. And it was before the game. And basically, you have a Hall of Fame coach in Jason Peters down there. And they showed him before the game, you know, working on on his hand movement and and placement and location with Jordan Maialata. And, you know, who else could you want to learn from than Jason Peters? And and the strides Jordan Maialata has taken, you know, at never having played the game to where he is now, it's really impressive. It really is impressive. He does this... One, you can just see the, the raw athleticism. It's just coming out in spades from him. Uh, but two, he does this, whereas most offensive linemen, and I, I'm not necessarily saying this is a bad thing. It's just different. He, A lot of offensive linemen take that step back and slide. They kind of connect their feet and slide. He almost does like a hop backwards. Like he's so athletic. Um, Bob, I'm swooning over Jordan Maialata. I really think we might have something special with this kid. Uh, and Bob joins us now from the Tropicana in Atlantic City. I, you know, Mayock said it during the broadcast. Baldy's had me swooning for a couple weeks. I, I don't think there's any way this kid doesn't make the roster. And, you know, you put him under the wing of Jason Peters, and it may be a uh, protege, uh, you know, <laughs> a real case here where we could have a potential future left tackle in Jordan Maialata. It, it, it's amazing what he's done. And, and you have a guy like Ross Tucker comes out, an NFL guy, Ross Tucker. Here's what he said last night, Jim. I don't know if you saw it. I no longer think 21-year-old Aussie left tackle Jordan Mailata is going to be a starting left tackle in the NFL. I think he's going to be an all-pro. Yeah. I mean, you see it. I mean, uh, the, the, the heavy, yeah. shows, my God, his hands are the, so 
big and strong. The the football guy term. He's got those heavy hands and. He's got the athleticism, and, and look, Bob, playing rugby, that's not something where you're really, you know, keeping somebody in front of you. You're not blocking, you know. It's it's more just like down low tackling and running. Right. Um, it's it, So this is unnatural for him. So for him to, to make the strides he has in this four-month period, uh, I'm really excited about the kid. <laughs> you and know, you think about it. If if you have Doug Peterson still here, if you're kind of running the offense that you still are, which it, which caters to a um, an athletic offensive line, right? Because they want to get to that second level blocking, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the way of the NFL. Well, we saw this kid. We saw him running. Oh yeah, rugby. like the, he's six eight three fifty, and he's an athlete. <laughs> he can run. Like, it, so I, I can't imagine with development where he can go. And when you have people like Baldy Ross Tucker. You know, coaches from the team talking about the improvement of this guy and what he could be this early. It is really exciting, and it does fill that big, big void that you have. Yeah, that was a huge, huge question mark. Because Big V, look, he filled in in fine last year. uh, But, you know, I don't think anybody's really ready to hang their hat on Big V as the future left tackle. But this kid, man, you get him in there for a year. You have the luxury of, you know, not having to play him. He really could be special, and you know, you heard Mayock last night was just raving about the kid. Thinks yeah. he's, uh, you know, a future, or, you know, all pro as well. You know, <laughs> it's hard not to get excited. He was one of the guys I focused on last night, and I was talking right before you came on. He's kind of got like that that bunny like bounce back jump step and, yeah. and set into lo- into position. And it's funny because Jason Peters has that exact same thing, and I think people see it. When the ball snapped, a lot of times it looks like Peters is is off, not offsides, but it looks like he starts he, early. He jumps a little he bit. He jumps yeah. back with that yeah, one yeah. foot. Like it's, and it's and he plants it, and he says, all right, bring it. Exactly. <laughs> like, it I'm going like to get all my he, weight into this. It looks like he taught Mayaletta, like exactly that technique because they are mirror images of each other. So, look, if this kid's taking the, the advice and, and the tutelage of, of a Jason Peters, uh, that's not too bad. That's not yeah, too bad. So not at you all. You might have something special there. <laughs> um, yeah, really, I think he's, I want to say the most exciting thing personally for me this preseason. Like, he he, he got me hype. Um, you know, Josh that was, Adams. That might have been the only thing that got anybody hyped this preseason. And I'm not being a negative. No, 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 no. I mean, that was. Played out. Like, you said it earlier. You didn't see a lot of this. You didn't see a lot of that. You saw some of this. You saw some of that. It was just a bland yeah, preseason. Very bland. Yeah, and we're not used to that. No. Maybe we're not used to it because, okay, you haven't been the best team in the league before. Yeah, I think you it's... You came a, into the se- this preseason as just that. Yeah, I think it's a, a product of being the defending champ and playing late into a year and having guys banged up and realizing that they're veterans and there's no need for us to risk anything a- as a team and... You know why would why do we need to see Darren Sproles and Jason Peters in the preseason? We don't, you know, preserve no, you those guys. And the only thing is you're going to have to. Although Vi and Baldy both said yesterday when we when we were in the meat locker saying veteran guys like that, I said I was concerned it might take a little while for everybody to get on the same page. I said now veteran players like that they can roll out of bed and and be okay in the first well, in the first regular. Season yeah, here, funny you so. mentioned that. Lane Johnson was on NBC Sports Philadelphia last night after the game. And, you know, he was asked by reporters, are you worried that, look, you know, you guys haven't really gelled that well in the preseason? And, and Lane basically just said what you said. And here's Lane. We can worry about it one day. One thing is going to be a fact is this, it's going to go down. So uh, I think our guys will step up to the plate. We have guys, a lot of veterans that play a lot of football around here. So uh, I think they'll be ready. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I love Lane Johnson. <laughs> he goes, yeah, we can worry about it, but, but essentially, what's the point? <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't matter until we get out there, and, and we got veterans, so, you know, I think I think we'll be good. And, yeah, there's not a lot of filter when it comes to Lane Johnson. No. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean he's, it in a mean way at all. No, I, I no, no, no. Think he's just blatantly honest with everything he said and, and uh, everything that he believes, and, and, and he's right. You know, there is no sense where they're going to get put out there. Jason Peters is going to get put out there, and this is one thing I wanted to bring up to Anthony later on. If Jason Peters isn't ready to go, if he isn't 100%, does that affect your decision of whether Carson Wentz is out there or not? Big time. Yeah, you know, For you me, wonder, it does. I don't know. I mean, if they say that, no, as soon as he's given the clear, he's out there. Okay, but if you have a, a guy on your blind side that, that's not blocking all that well, I'm a little nervous about that. But, you know, that's all stuff to come. What do you think about Sudfeld not getting any play at all? Do you think well, that, that there was Well, there was big uh, Twitter conspiracies that Sudfeld not playing meant that Carson is going to start week one because, uh, like, it, people were just going, people are losing their minds. People yeah, need- I thought I thought Foles not. <laughs> I thought Sudfeld not playing at all meant that Foles is your starter and he's your backup. Next exactly, time. that's yeah. kind of what people were saying that you know, oh, you know, Sudfeld because, not playing. That yeah, means, was, that means was, you can't rest your backup. That means Foles is starting. Yeah, um, when I was watching the game, I also had Twitter on, and and Jeff McClain came out right and said. So, um, Sudfeld has his helmet on. Looks like he's going to start. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, boom, he didn't. Callahan. So it makes you wonder. Yeah, uh, you know, Doug basically said, you know, we'll sit down this morning. Uh, you know, I guess talk to the doctors, talk to the guys that work. Did you see the video of him working out pregame? That, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah everybody did. in Philadelphia is a prudered. Yeah, um, I so I, I think they pretty much know. I yeah. personally have no clue, honestly. Like I've gone from saying. Uh, I don't think he's going to be out there. To oh, I think he's going to be out there. So I'm, I, I've, I've just conceded, and really, I don't, I don't want to say I don't care anymore. But until the decision comes, it's just like, all right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like let's let's get to Thursday it. Thursday night. Yeah. What do you? What does your gut say right now? I don't think he's going to go. I think um, week three is what my gut says. Yeah, after that, after this week, I don't know, but um, I I thought it was a little bit telling last night. And and look, I'm not, you're right, I'm not that guy that, oh my God, oh my God, whatever happens, happens is is where you have to go. But I thought last night was a little bit telling when Sudfeld looked like he was about to go, and then all of a sudden there's Joe Callahan to start the game. Yeah. I thought, okay. Hey, Nate, you're our backup next week. Let's let's chill on that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, you know, there's certainly a little bit of uh, of credence to that. We'll we'll see. You know, I'd be shocked if we make it to Thursday with that news not you know coming out. Because look, next week once they get back to practice, you're you're kind of gonna know. I I highly doubt they fifty fifty the reps with the first team between Carson and Nick next week. I would imagine. Your your starter is going to be getting the majority of reps. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how much the media is allowed in during their. I think they they pretty much shut it down. Right, but we're not going to know it's fifty. But somebody will slip up, you know, like Lane. Lane was saying, like, <laughs> you think all the beat guys will be just right all, all over Lane Johnson? Week, huh? Yeah, like last week he was the one that was saying, like, yeah, you know, I keep hearing he's not going to be out there, but you know, he's taking a lot of reps. He looks good. It looks to me like they're getting him ready, and uh, you know, stuff like that. So I think somebody will kind of slip up and be like, well, yeah, Carson took eighty percent of the snaps, so you know, something like that will probably come out. I can't. I can't wait to hear. I just want to know one way or the other at this point. You need I, to know, Jane. You yeah. need to know. I don't really care because I think even with Nick Foles, worst case, you're going one and one. Like, 
I don't even think with Nate Sudfeld you're going to lose to the Bucks week two. So I, I'm not really sweating it either way. I, I'd like to see him back by week three, but you know nobody knows. <laughs> no, and uh, you know it's ad nauseum we've talked about it, yeah. and now it's just to the point where you just, now it's like, real. Yeah, it, it, it's as if the the car's gassed up. You just got to wait for it to go, and you got to see which one you're taking. Yeah. So, uh, you know that'll that'll. I, I I have a feeling we won't find out before Thursday. You think it'll I, you think it'll stay under wraps? I I do. I don't know why, but that was my feeling. I do think it'll stay under wraps. Um, uh, it'll probably come out at some point Thursday before the seven o'clock. But um, I, I think the the guys will be well instructed. All right, let's let's keep this under our hats. Let's not let's not tip Atlanta to anything. Uh, we know what's going to happen, but we don't need to tip Atlanta. And certainly, you know, be careful when you're talking to the media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might. They do run a tight ship in that locker room. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Anybody else really stand out to you last night? I guess nobody. <laughs> Christian Hackenberg didn't do it for you. Not a soul. Wow, he's bad, uh, huh? Yeah. So he's yeah he's. I bad. thought he might have a shot at the practice squad. Yeah, mm, well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. But now the thing is with with the Josh Adams, Wendell Smallwood stuff. Uh, I think I Adams makes it. Gone. Yeah, I think Pumphrey's gone. Though. Oh yeah, little pump's gone. About it. Like you just have to you have to you have to bite your cut your losses there. Um, yeah, the thing about uh, Wendell Smallwood is he'll probably if he gets cut. I don't know if other teams will grab him. So if you need him in the future, maybe he's a guy like a Kenyon Barner you did last year. Maybe it's a guy that you can revisit. Back and forth, should, back and forth. Yeah, should you know should something happen to the to the um, I don't know running he, backs that you keep. He seems like a guy that could get picked up. I think. Yeah, maybe you know maybe a um, maybe yeah. I, I but I think if Josh Adams is released. Yeah, I, I, don't, think, I think he'll get picked up. Yeah, I think people, a lot of people are are upset with themselves that they, that they didn't grab him in the draft. But you know, again, he I think it was his second run of the night. He goes off and he goes right to the uh, the training table on the sideline. Yeah, it, an, like it was just a retape. And I think it was an ankle. Yeah, retape. But you know, it just seems like every time this guy goes down, it's off the field getting checked out. So that's that's my problem with Smallwood though. Is if you keep him, I feel like you know. If, if week two, he's just going to have another hamstring injury and and miss time, and you know I, I just feel like he's almost a waste of a roster spot in that way. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit concerned about that running back situation, uh, and and it, it kind of it started a little last week when we were uh, you know talking and and um, saying about how everybody is just oh everything's fine with the Eagles, everything's fine. Now Legarrette Blunt is a real uh, cons- you know I'm not overly concerned, but I do think you're going to miss Blunt in a big way this year. I do, and I, I listen. We're putting we're putting an awful lot on Corey Clement, and and anticipating that he's going to be able to handle it very easily. We don't, we don't know much about Corey Clement. You know, we don't. I, okay, he had a great Super Bowl, and he had a really, really good rookie year, and we all love him. And and I'm not doubting him, and I'm not putting his game down at all. But no, but you he's more your yourself. Yeah, he's more the receiving threat. Uh, a la Sproles, and he is your, you, you know, your true running back. Right, right. But, but again, it's a second-year player. We don't know a ton about him. I mean, he was great in the Super Four catches for 100 yards at the Super Bowl. You're not going to deny. Um, but, but you wonder, and how much work has he got in this this training camp? You know, we haven't seen him all the, all that much in the preseason. So, uh, Jay Ajayi with the knee that concerns me. Yeah, Remember, but he's, he's always had that. I think Jay Ajayi's going to be fine. I think he'll have 900 yards this year. Yeah, really? so, yeah, yeah, I, I do. I think almost people 
forget about him a little bit. Like, look, if you look at the last three years in the NFL, he's like a top five rusher. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. he's better than I think some of us even realize. You know, he does have that kind of bow-legged, bone-on-bone knee thing going on. But he's had that since Boise State. It was a reason he fell in the draft a little bit. Um, you know, he seems to know how to handle himself and his body enough. And, and look, if they give him time off during the week, totally fine with it. So be it. Yeah, but I, I think he's, you know, I think he's a home run hitter quarterback or running back. And, yeah, I, I do think we sleep on him a little bit. All right, fair enough. I, I, I'm I think little... he's your workhorse. Like, he's going to get 65% of the rushes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like and I he's think he's used to handling the load. That's what. That's what he did in Miami. He was yeah. he featured back in Miami. Yeah. I think he'll make up for the blunt loss because look. Uh, I mean, what he he came here? What it was right around uh, Halloween last year, something around. It was there? on Halloween. Yeah, it was Halloween. Okay. I think they signed him on Halloween when we acted like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, and I think they had one game before like a bye, and he barely played in that, and then they kind of slow eased him in because you had Blunt. So I don't think he was ever like the feature back last year. So I think, like, I think we'll be fine, but I, I do worry about Blunt because, you know, I, I rewatch the Super Bowl and the playoffs all the time, like the huge loser yeah. I am. And no, LeGarrette Blunt was huge, huge. He had some great runs, uh, and especially in the red zone, like, that, you know, that's not the easiest thing to replace. So, you know, I hear you on that, but I do think Jay Ajayi is going to have a, a nice year because look at that line in front of him. Yeah, the line is just, and, and we've talked about it, that I, I just think that offensive and defensive line is going to have to carry them for the first few weeks until oh, yeah. everybody gets uh, ready to rock and roll. And, and But still, you know, you're talking about a Jason Peters who hasn't been, been out there. All, and you got a little Peters concern, huh? Well, you know, how can you not? He's 36 years old. He's coming off major knee. Uh, the guy surprises the hell out of you every year. Just when you're about to write him off, he has another Pro Bowl season, another Pro Bowl season, another Pro Bowl season. So uh, I'll, I'll lean towards that. Um, but it, the, anyway, those two lines are just going to, I think, are going to carry you, and the defense is going to have to carry you for the first part of the season. Yeah. And they're equipped to do so. Yeah, they I mean, are equipped. I can't wait to see the rotation of this defensive line. Uh, I know. It's like we almost forget that Michael Bennett and Haloti Nada are on this line now. Haloti Nada last week when they played Cleveland, I couldn't take my eyes off of him. Yeah, he's massive. That guy is just huge. And the way he moves and the way he clogs holes. Yeah, and, and you know, you're going to get a healthier Brandon Graham as the season goes on. And, and you know, I, I Thank just, you, 97.5. I just think that defense is going to be something really, really special. And they're going to have to carry a pretty heavy load early on in the season. Yeah, I do think the defense is going to be key to carrying you the first three weeks uh but you know thank god the preseason's over i can't wait for thursday you know go away this weekend for labor day come back and it's football it's a it's a beautiful time of the year he's bob cooney down the shore at the tropicana atlantic city with a big weekend down there for the trop i'm sure as the labor day crowds will flood in as we, as we try to I've cling on a few people james that looked like they had some fun last ah night. good or, good it good. still is their last yeah night, I say. well it's our it's our last weekend of summer i guess quote unquote before the kiddos go back to school and uh people are going to cling to that weather and i think it's supposed to be a nice uh, weather weekend down the shore as well so a nice little uh refresher before football season and Thursday night, it's real. And we'll be down at Penn's Landing all day Thursday as a station from mornings to Mike. 
um, you know, do it as part of the NFL experience. So if you're planning on coming down, definitely plan on stopping by and saying hello as we welcome back the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he's Bob Cooney down at the Tropicana Atlantic City. I'm Jamie Lynch here back in Ballot Kinwood. You're listening to The Fanatic at 5. Fanatic Sports Time is 524. The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Hey, it's Harry Mays here to talk about the fastest growing Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer in the tri-state area. My friends at TurnersvilleJeep.com. Come see why so many South Jersey and Philly buyers are coming to Turnersville for great deals on new Jeeps, Ram pickups, Dodges, and Chryslers at TurnersvilleJeep.com. I was down there, and I'll tell you, wait till you see their huge selection of new Wranglers, Cherokees, brand Cherokees, and Ram pickup trucks at TurnersvilleJeep.com. And here's what's great. They're just minutes from all the bridges on Route 42 in Turnersville, New Jersey. Or you can check them out at TurnersvilleJeep.com. Go down there and ask for my main man, Ron, at TurnersvilleJeep.com. It'll be worth the trip. This is Harry Mays for TurnersvilleJeep.com, located on Route 42 in Turnersville. Check them out at TurnersvilleJeep.com. Oh, did I say TurnersvilleJeep.com? TurnersvilleJeep.com, located on Route 42 in Turnersville. Offer now valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need some extra cash today? Do you have bad credit or maxed out credit cards? If so, turn your radio up. 67cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 50 different lenders. Now you can get a personal loan for up to $5,000 with any type of credit discreetly from your computer or smartphone and with no paperwork to send in. That's right. No paperwork whatsoever. Your cash can hit your bank account as soon as tomorrow, as our lenders have millions of dollars to lend, regardless of your credit history. Just have a checking account and a regular source of income. Go to 67cash.com and you can get the loan you need now, regardless of your credit. Go to 67cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need. Visit 67cash.com. Type www.67cash.com directly into the address bar. That's 67cash.com. 67cash.com Message and data rates may apply. Attention all men 40 or older. You can now get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Just text RULE to 42424. Here's the harsh reality of getting older. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. It's not your fault. It just happens. But you don't have to accept it. Be a man of action. Text RULE to 42424 right now to get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and even more passionate. Don't be like those other guys who just accept having less free testosterone. Get back in the game with Nugenics. Feel stronger with a lot more energy and drive. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Get your complimentary bottle today by texting RULE to 42424. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text RULE to 42424. That's R-U-L-E to 42424. Rule to 42424. Real cases from the files of Swartz Culleton. My name is Pawnee. I was a supervisor and good at my job until I suffered a head injury due to a defective product at work. After the accident, I was just not getting better. Then I called the attorneys at Swartz Culleton. They filed a product liability lawsuit and handled my workers' compensation claim. All the while, they helped arrange treatment with the best doctors. Swartz Culleton fought hard and got me a large cash settlement. Without Swartz Culleton, I don't know if I ever would have won my claim. 
Now I refer all my friends and family to Swartz Cullerton. Swartz Cullerton got me justice. If you've been injured at work, get justice. Call 1-800-JUSTICE. That's 1-800-587-8423. 1-800-JUSTICE. Don't let the insurance companies take advantage of you. Call 1-800-JUSTICE. That's 1-800-JUSTICE. For the first time in eight years, your world champions are headed to Nashville, and Big Game Travel has everything planned for a green invasion of the Music City with a privately chartered plane just for the fans. The party starts before the wheels are up. Big Game Travel provides the ultimate travel package, including downtown hotel, transportation, tours, parties, and much more. The game day experience includes a tailgate party for the ages with a game ticket sitting with Birds fans. Visit BigGameTravel.com to book your trip today. That's BigGameTravel.com. Philly fans, who's ready for a road trip to Nashville to see the birds? Big Game Travel has chartered a private plane just for you and has planned the ultimate weekend in the Music City. Travel in style as we stay in the heart of downtown Nashville and provide transportation, tours, parties, and a game day experience that includes a ticket and tailgate party that you'll never forget. Details at BigGameTravel.com. Spots are going fast, so visit BigGameTravel.com today and book your trip so you don't miss it. Fanatic Philly Sports Talk. Now one hour earlier with Aton Shander and Jamie Lynch. The Fanatic at 5. Weekday mornings at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. The Eagles win a preseason game. The Eagles win a preseason game. Nobody cares. Welcome back into the Fanatic at 5. I'm Jamie Lynch. Down at the Tropicana in Atlantic City is Bob Cooney. And the 5 o'clock hour is brought to you by Car Gurus. Go to cargurus.com today to find great deals from top-rated dealers near you. That's C-A-R-G-U-R-U-S dot com. And Bob, before we dive back into the Eagles, I found myself on E! News last night. Do you know why? No, Why? I was on the E! News oh, website. Oh, I know why. And, and it put a huge smile on my face. A breakup? And it made me feel very... It was the first time I've ever cheered one of my good friend's breakups. And that's not true, probably. You mean your friend's son's breakup? Uh, no, my good friend Ben Simmons. I know. It's yeah, we're tight. friend Anthony's son's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. breakup. <laughs> well, that's how we got in touch. That's how yeah. we started playing video games. Uh, <laughs> but yes, according to E! News, Ben Simmons and Kendall Jenner have cooled things off, and they were just a summer fling. And I'm so proud of our son, Ben. Summer loving. Had a yep, blast. Yep. Had, had a couple of good three months with Kendall, and now he's back to ours in Philadelphia, and hopefully she broke his heart, and he hates the city of Los Angeles now. I'm thinking that's where it is. Yeah. I'm thinking that's exactly where it is. Hopefully, yeah. She really turned him off of that city. So, all is well in Sixerland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't, that, isn't that ridiculous that I got excited about hearing that? No, but it's funny because I think we both did. As soon as I got down here, after you and I did something yesterday, I got down here and I saw it on Twitter. And I was like, all right, good. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, think anybody was upset that. about that news. I don't even think Ben is. You know what I mean? He's, he's 20, what, 23 and uh, 21. I don't even know if he's that. Yeah, yeah, 21 and 6 foot 11 and a millionaire. And, I, you know, women is certainly not going to be his problem. So He seemed pretty happy at Fan Fest last week. <laughs> yeah, so like, I'm, not, I'm not really worried about it. I, I, I do wonder if the head in the lap picture that Kendall had circulating the other day was the straw that broke the camel's back. Because I could totally see them. Why it bothers you if a girlfriend's head is in somebody, some other guy's lap? It's not. A, it's not a great a look. The, 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 the optics aren't great, Bob. Okay, uh, judge. But the thing with those those creep 
that creep family is I can totally see them staging that photo to get back into the news cycle so that TM, you know what I mean? It's just like that's that was my problem with them. Like she could be a, a great girl and all, but they're just, uh, you know, evil when it comes to the news cycle. So I could see her putting her head in a crotch. Uh, in, in a club and laying there just so she gets back in the, in the Twitterverse and uh, that's nauseating to me. I gotta admit, the the little rampage that you just went on is more than I've ever even thought about this couple <laughs> uh, in the entire time that they've been dating. So if you're happy, I'm happy, Jane. That's all that if matters. If Ben Simmons was a football player, what position would he be? Six one zero six three two zero nine seven five. But yes, uh, back, right, so biggest highlight last Eagles. night. No, seriously, biggest highlight. And think about this. Ben and breaking I'm, up with Kendall. <laughs> Yeah, I'm breaking up the breakup. <laughs> what was your biggest highlight of the Eagles of watching the Eagles game last night? Jordan Mailata. Uh, okay, Bob, I'm swooning. I, I'll I, tell you what mine was. What is it? It was before the game even started. Sean Couturier doing the doing the rounds. No. Huh? Um, Carson Wentz warming up. Oh yeah, he looked I can't good. Get enough of it. I, 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 it amazes me. I'm watching him dance. You saw it. I, I guess you saw it. It was before the game started. I don't know, but they showed. Yeah, I, I watched it. Yeah, they showed him with just shorts and the knee brace on, and the way he's bouncing around. It, it's amazing. And Mayock made a great point. It's not just the ACL. Yeah, I've been saying that too. The LCL. Right. You have been saying it because you had you did wreck your knee. You did. You tore. Well, it's just like oh, there. people are like oh, it's nine months. It's just the ACL. I'm like no, he banged up his meniscus. His L- his LCL was torn in his ACL, and the LCL is is one of your outside stabilizing ligaments. Right. You know the ACL goes through the knee where your MCL and LCL protected on the outside. Right. So you know, like that LCL is nothing to like just poo poo. Yeah, I mean, he, he shredded the knee. Yeah. You know, and, and to watch him out there with uh, the brace on and bouncing around. Now, we've all said we don't know what kind of swelling he gets after workouts or if he gets any or yeah. what, whatever it may be. But just watching him go. And Mayock made the point. He said, I'll tell you what, that kid looks really good in that he's in shape. He's quick. He looks like he did back when he was in college with that. Like, yeah, he said it was the best he's looked. Bounce. Yeah. So... You know that made me wonder, and 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 then I thought when Sudfeld, you know, didn't take off the helmet or took off the helmet and didn't go out and play, then I thought, damn, Carson's down. But you know, I was just thinking we went to break, and I said, yeah, but that was my highlight. I was trying to think what were my highlights. Yeah. Looking through my notes, that was the highlight of the game because of you know what kind of a game it was, but. I don't know. Is this kid just a miracle worker? Is he a miracle man that he's going to come back from this thing and play week one? Is he going to be there Thursday night? I don't night? know. My, my gut, uh, you know, not that I really, I don't even, I hate to say I don't care at this point. I just want him to do what's best for Carson. Right. But my gut says week three. Yeah, it's, it's funny. You get that extra 10 days with the Thursday night game, so that's a little bit extra. And then, and then look, you don't really need him for Tampa, so I feel like Indy, you bring him back. That's a little bit of a preseason type of game for him. Knock some rust off. That's at home, right, Indy? Uh, yeah, it's at home. Yeah, away. so it's like, you know, I just think that makes a lot of sense. You, you, what, so, okay, opening Because that's almost a whole, uh, you know, it, it's not a whole month, but it's like two and a half weeks, so it's kind of a month, you know what I mean? Right. You're sitting in front of the TV next Thursday, okay? It comes out. This is the first time you learn it. It comes out, Nick's Foles is starting. You're sitting, you're gonna, you said you're going to watch it at a bar. You're sitting at the bar, hands are on the bar. They say Nick Foles is starting. Your reaction is what? Let's get it going. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, let's go. I See, think, mine, I think you're, you're going to be admit, nervous. No, mine is shoulders go down like, oh. Don't, I, really? I, I don't because 
I think this defense is top five good again. I really believe that. So I think they'll keep you in the game. And then I think, you know, with Nelson out there and Wallace out there and Ertz and Jason Peters and Clement and Sproles and Ajayi, I think it's it can't be as bad. It just yeah, can't but be. Here, he, this, it's not even that so much for me. It's just the excitement of watching. Oh, play. yeah. Like, I hear and you. No, ex- I'm not. Excitement wise, it'll, it'll, it'll nip my buzz. But okay, I still right. think they can win the game. Yeah, it's not gonna. Even, it's not gonna affect me that way. Last night made me realize when they were showing Carson just do the little stuff beforehand, it really did sink into me. Like I want him out there. I so enjoy watching him play. I want him out there. Yeah. I know. Look, I know. I know you want to be careful. I know all those things. Yeah, but yeah. Just from a selfish standpoint. Oh yeah. Know, no. I want to watch number eleven. If, if Carson is named so the starter and that same thing, and I'm sitting in that bar and they say. Coming out to the field, number 11 for your Philadelphia Eagles. That's a fist pump. Well, I might take a pine glass and smash it over my head and then run into a wall. Like, I'll be that excited. But I don't think it'll be... That excited or that drunk? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, But, like, I don't think it'll be the uh, reciprocal negative, you know, with foals. I don't think it'll be a negative. I think it'll be like if your parents said... We're getting you a car for your birthday, and you're imagining, oh, I'm getting a brand new whatever, yeah. and they take off the sheet, and it's a used, you know, Hey, it's still a car, right? Something. It's still a car, but that's your reaction. Yeah. Uh, it's still a car. Well, hey, I can get to my girl's house, right? So, well, here's hoping. Yeah. It doesn't break down on the way. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, if uh, it does, you end up walking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really do. I just want to see the excitement. Oh, jeez. What, what just happened? Was that Ann? And then somebody just stabbed me from behind. Yeah, um, the bulls yeah, in the I shop. Yeah, I just want to see that excitement. Like, I want to have that excitement at the quarterback spot again. He's, he seems, I, I just, Anthony seems punchy. Foles doesn't excite you. Anthony's roaring to go today. Because <laughs> we're talking Carson. So he's, yeah. all, he's all fired up. Hey, real quick, I want to. Sh- I, I usually, I've blocked uh, Skip Bayless, Colin Cowherd, um, you know, uh, Doug Gottlieb's, a lot of these uh, hot takers. The hot takers? Yeah, like I blocked them. I just have no time for them. I didn't follow them in the first place, but somehow they would always get retweeted or favorited and end up on my timeline. Right. And it kind of drove me insane. So yesterday, same thing happened. On the Colin Cowturd show, Doug Gottlieb gives his 10 worst starting quarterbacks, and, and rookies are excluded from this. Okay. I, 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 I didn't I, see I, it. I, yeah. I want to get your thoughts on this. Should I start 10 to 1 or go 1 to 10? Go uh, 10 to 1. All right. Number 10, Dak Prescott. Number 9, Marcus Mariota. Number 8, Case Keenum. Number 7, Tarod Taylor. Number 6, Eli Manning. Number 5, Blake Bortles. Number 4, Ryan Tannehill. Number three, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Do you have any guesses for two and one, Bob? Go ahead. Mitch Trubisky, number two. And who does that leave for number one? Don't even tell me. Nick Foles? Nick Foles. As your worst starting quarterback for week one. The guy that, yes, just won the Super Bowl. Interesting. I, I, Isn't that he, ridiculous? Look, he needs ratings, so he's got to go after Philadelphia because he knows it's the best sports town in the country. Like, I'm so. sorry, Ryan Tannehill stinks. 
Ryan Fitzpatrick stinks. Oh, it's not he, he, Blake Bortles I stinks. I know, but yeah. it just irritated me, no and sense. I just thought I'd share that. Makes with no you. sense. He's Phillies go tonight, James. Yeah, a little Phillies action. The Cubs are in town. Uh, you got Pavetta versus Quintana tonight, and then Eflin, and then Nola. And I love what Gabe did yesterday. He moved Nola back up in the rotation. He's a genius. And, well, <laughs> let's, let's not get carried away here, Bob. But he, they are going to have him pitch every fifth day. Uh, as opposed to, you know, every slot in the rotation. So I think they have an off day again next Thursday. I think so, yeah. So as of now, Nola is scheduled to pitch Saturday. I think what they do is move him up to Friday to start that game against the Mets. So that way he's then there for the four-game series with the Met, with the with the Braves. Braves. Because yeah. as of right now, you're going to have a four-game series with the Braves and no Aaron Nola slated to start. So I think it's imperative you... He has to go in both of those series. There's no question. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think it was a good move by Gabe moving him up Sunday. I think they'll move him up again next week because it will be the fifth day. And that way it'll get him into that four-game series with the Braves. So... You know, we're coming down to the wire here. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So, you know, tough series with the with the Cubs at home this weekend. Um, you know, you, you do face Lester, but you know, it's it's a winnable series. It's they a did winner. their job. They took us to Eagle season. Yes, and, uh, we'll but it's a winnable series. I'd love to see him take two or three and invigorate the people again. Uh, he's Bob Cooney down at the Tropicana in Atlantic City. Uh, this morning on the show, we'll have Adam Schefter join us at 8 a.m. And one of the best guys in college football, David Pollock from ESPN Game Day, is going to join us at 9 o'clock to talk about college uh, getting underway this weekend. Uh, thank you for listening to Fanatic at 5. Fanatic Sports Times 541. The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. You've heard of a cool summer. Isn't it time for a smooth summer? Make a summer cool and smooth and do what I did. Throw out your old razor and switch to Harry's. I'll even make it easy. For a limited time only, new customers can save big on a Harry shave set with the code Harry at harrys.com. Get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and travel cover for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Harry stands behind the quality of their product. If you don't love your shave, let them know, and they'll give you a full refund for a limited time only. Harry's has a special offer for listeners of my show. New customers get $5 off a shave set from Harry's with the code Harry at harrys.com. That means you can get a starter set that comes with a five-blade razor, the weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and the travel cover, all for just 3 bucks. plus free shipping when you use the code Harry at harrys.com. Join the millions of guys who've already switched and go to harrys.com today. Use the code Harry at checkout to claim your offer. It's the little things, like getting flowers for no reason at all. Aw, love you too, boo. Or feeling the love from your favorite store. At Peebles, customers get all sorts of perks. Like Style Circle Rewards, which give cardholders double points every day on every purchase. Or Club 40 and Fabulous, where everyone 40 and up gets an extra 20% off on Tuesdays, even on our best spot-on values. Fresh styles, big savings, and fun perks every day. Peebles. Little things mean everything. Peebles is part of our Sage family. Offer exclusions apply. Welcome to Office Depot. Can I help you? Absolutely. I've got to get my school shopping done today. All right. Right now we've got mechanical pencils and Crayola markers for a dollar plus 25 cent notebooks. What's on your list? What's on my list? 
I need pencils, six notebooks, a backpack. If you've got a list, we've got the supplies. Come in today to get select back-to-school supplies for $2 or less, including a 24-pack of Crystal Geyser Spring Water. Shop online on our app or in-store for low prices all summer long at Office Depot Office Max. Water limit two. Other limits apply. See store for details. Another store closing? Well, we're here for you. Kohl's. With the best brands like Nike, Under Armour, Levi's, Adidas, Carter's, Hanes, and so many more. For your family and for your home. And the best savings. With incredible sales, Kohl's cash, and yes to you rewards. Kohl's is the best place to shop. Shop anytime online or go to Kohl's.com slash stores to find a store near you. Kohl's. We're here for you. Curb Appeal. You know it when you see it. And with the Home Depot, you can absolutely get it. Boost your curb appeal with the best brands at the best prices. From new garage doors to colorful flowers. From exterior lights to a new coat of paint. From inspiration to installation. You can get everything you need to boost your curb appeal on a budget. Like select special order windows and doors. Now 15% off. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through September 12th. U.S. only. See store for details. State Farm, this is Bill. It finally got me, Bill. What's that, Rick? The Clark Street Crater, the mother of all potholes. Oh. Yeah, year after rim-wrecking year, it's tormented the people of this town. They try to fill it, but it always returns. It got me good. But you know, State Farm's got you, too. You hear that? You ain't nothing! You trash-talking a pothole? Yes. Yes, I am. Go with the one that's here to help life go right. State Farm. Talk to an agent today. Need auto parts but can't get to a store right now? Head to O'ReillyAuto.com. Buy your parts online and pick them up in any of the 5,000 O'Reilly Auto Parts stores nationwide. No shipping costs, easy returns, and convenient pickup on your schedule. Shop your way at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Fall Color Pops in your free seven-piece gift from Estee Lauder right now at Macy's. Up to a $165 value. It's yours free with any Estee Lauder purchase of $37.50 or more. The set you get is up to you. Every gift comes in a choice of pop print cosmetic bags and your best makeup and skincare. Plus, be sure to ask for a deluxe double wear foundation sample in your perfect shade. Quantities are limited, so come in for your free seven-piece gift on now at the Estee Lauder counter at Macy's and at Macy's.com. Don't miss it. Curb appeal. You know it when you see it. And with the Home Depot, you can absolutely get it. Boost your curb appeal with the best brands at the best prices. From new garage doors to colorful flowers. From exterior lights to a new coat of paint. From inspiration to installation. You can get everything you need to boost your curb appeal on a budget. Like select special order windows and doors. Now 15% off. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through September 12th. U.S. only. See store for details. Things are about to change around here. Catch up on the Philly sports you missed the night before. And what's coming up later in the day, the Fanatic at 5 with Aton Shander and Jamie Lynch. This is new. Weekday mornings at 5, live on 97.5 The Fanatic. Welcome into the Fanatic at 5. I'm Jamie Lynch in Ballet Coonwood. Bob Cooney's down at the Tropicana in Atlantic City. And Bob, I, I, just, uh, I just saw a tweet from last night that I absolutely love. And it's from What's G- that, James? Is it about the breakup? Because I don't want to. No, no, no. It's Eagles related. Okay. It's yeah. from John Clark, and he says, according to Dave Spadaro, after meetings with team leaders and Doug Peterson, the Super Bowl champs signs 
are coming down in the locker room. The players don't want to look at them anymore, and Doug listens to his players. It's a new year. I love that. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's Malcolm Jenkins. You know, he, he came out, he said it, didn't like it, it's time to move on. Uh, but Doug the fact that Doug it, listens, that's well, what I, I love the most. Yeah, I, I, I'll bet you Doug didn't want him up in the first place. Um, might, may have gotten overruled there. Because if you remember, remember the night the Eagles got their rings? And he said, as of midnight tonight, yeah, it's over. we're talking a month, it's over. <laughs> and it, it was part of the stuff that I was saying earlier this week when I was saying, all right, why, are, why is nobody going into this season with concerns? Talking about most of the listeners and callers and all. You need to be concerned no matter who you are going into a season. And so I think this is part of that. I think it's Malcolm Jenkins. I think it's Doug listening. The players saying, okay, that was great. There's no question. No one can ever take you, that away from you. But it's time to gear up and try to get it done again. And I do. I love it. I love the mentality. I love that Doug. It, it's last year almost with the Gatorade again. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's that relationship that the two of them have, two meaning the head coach and the players. And it's, it's, it's a special thing that they rode to a Super Bowl last year, and it's starting again this year. And it's, you know, there's, there's been two really good things that happened this week with the Eagles off the field. One, was that Malcolm, or I'm sorry, was that Michael Kendricks wasn't here when this went down? Oh, and by the way, they definitely knew. An yeah. investigation was yeah, going on. Yeah, that Les much Bone is clear. came out with a story early yesterday. But those are the type of things that you see happen to Super Bowl championship, to championship teams that kind of crumble you a little bit. Yeah. So the fact that he was out of here, that was great. Yeah. Uh, yes, the Eagles knew, but he wasn't around here. And that, the players that don't have smell to isn't going to yep. fight. Right. That smell's not following this team. And then the stuff that you just talked about, about taking down the banners last night and Doug listening to his players. That's what this team is. As good as they are on the field, they're they're as good, if not better, off the field. Well, the way they you, handle you see it in baseball now with the young ex-player managers getting hired, and and Doug is kind of that as well because he's a former player. And you just kind of alluded to that. You know, I think that's that goes a long way with his players because he he has that respect from them. He can relate to them very easily. He's been in their shoes, and he talked about it last night after the game on NBC Sports Philly. You know, talking about what a tough time this is, and it's cut down time, but he knows firsthand what it's like. And here's Doug. When I was a player, I've, I've been in this situation uh, all too frequently, and I, I know the feeling that goes on now in the next 24 to 48 hours or so. And you know, it's it's a little uneasy for a player sometimes. But you know, even even as coaches, um, you know, I challenge the players going into this last week to. To, to really, especially the ones that play in this game, to make it hard on on us as coaches, as personnel staff, and you know, um, give give everything they have for for one more opportunity. And and you know, and I also tell them that listen, they're they're competing, yeah, for our roster, but there's there's 31 other teams that that are also looking, you know, at, at everybody's roster, and and we've got some good players, and um, you know, we got to make some tough decisions and. That's just the nature of, of this ball game, and, and we got to get down to the 53 here uh, over the weekend. You know, but it doesn't sound like much, but, you know, having gone through that, I mean, what did Doug play? He played probably 10, 11 years, something like that, yeah. As, yeah. as a backup. So he's been in those shoes probably literally five or six times at least where he didn't know, am I going to be kept? Am I going to be cut? Am I going to be practice squatted? So I think that just builds... Uh, yeah, a certain level of respect between the players and him that I think was was monumental last year in a lot of ways for you know listening to him what they did the the push they were able to make the injuries they were over to able to overcome I, I do think 
you know, Doug being a former player goes a very long way with this team. Yeah, and it's it's funny. The show Hard Knocks, which I, I think we've all watched for years and, and all I that. I love it, yeah. It, it's it's one of the hardest parts to watch is when the coach has to call guys in the cup. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you the remember. The human aspect of it is just that, and, and it, it's difficult. We've all coached. I, you know, I coached on the high school level. I had to cut kids for 10 years, and, and it's the worst, worst feeling ever. But the way Doug handles it, uh, you're right. It, it goes such a long way, and it's it's more than that. It's 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 a cut, and it's the way he handles it. And a guy goes on and maybe becomes an NFL player. Well, he's going to want to come back to Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah he's gonna he's gonna want to play for the guy that cut him, but at the same time told him, "Hey, listen, you know this is what you need to work on. This is this, this is that." And yeah, D- Doug's relationship with his players is is something I've never seen publicly. The way players like. A coach, I I haven't seen that in a long, long time. Certainly not. Since. Yeah, like they loved Reed, but I yeah, don't Andy know. was loved. Andy was loved. No yeah. question, uh, especially but early on. Outwardly, the way the players talk, yeah, about it's him special. And the way he talks about relationship with players, it's it's it's, it's neat. So, uh, cut down of the rosters is tomorrow. I think at four o'clock. Uh, do you predict any surprise cuts that maybe uh, is going to catch people off guard? Do you think uh, is Smallwood? I guess the. I don't even want to call him a surprise, but is he the the big? That'll be probably the biggest name I would. Do you think. think he can make it? If Adam, let's assume they're keeping Adams. There's no way Wendell can still make it, can he? I don't know if they can carry no. another. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think they can carry another running back. So uh, especially if they're keeping six receivers. Yeah, I mean, like, you said it earlier, DeAndre Carter. Um, I, I how do you cut I'll that? I'll tell kid. you what, though. I hear you saying that. But I, it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't make it. But but uh, with it, Alshon out, you're probably going to want to keep six at least to start. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, I hear you. And look, the kid Shelton, did do it. Shelton made he's it. Just he's just like a, a five eight. You know. I know. I don't. I don't. I don't see it. I know, but he's he's performing. <laughs> Anthony's going no. What? Yeah, he's, he's I don't. Yeah. Special I, I teams. I just, the kid showed up at all four no. weeks. He what, did. What do you mean, I, no. I, I, they could oh! keep. They could keep six receivers. Six receivers. They could. Alshon's out for an unknown amount of time. Keep six receivers. <laughs> I, I see you're very calm about it. <laughs> you <laughs> you like seventeen things you said this morning that I just made. I wanted to jump through. And play. Like what? I don't know. Six dude, receivers is possible, especially with Alshon. It's not, dude. It's not. Do not keep six receivers. I'm yeah, I don't know. I, I just do not keep six receivers. You don't do it. Then they're not going to do it. I just when you have the uncertainty maybe of a of a Jason Peters or somebody on the D line when you, I, I just think you have to bulk up there. I don't I don't know if I go with a six receiver. Are you really going to play a DeAndre Carter in a game? Like are you going to throw a five pound guy out there? Is he going to catch you? Seriously, what are you looking at? I don't I don't know. I'm don't, looking at a guy that showed that. up all four weeks and made special teams. It's plays. preseason. Stop. He's five foot eight. So he people don't make the team in preseason. Come on, dude. I don't think it's laughable to think the kid can make the team. He's not. I'll bet you right now. We'll All right, we'll bet, bet a breakfast. We'll bet a breakfast uh, pizza. How about that? Right. A regular no, pizza. But for, oh, yeah, 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 you're out. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. <laughs> All right, they're coming up next. Uh, Anthony Gargano, Bob Cooney down at the Already. Tropicana in Atlantic City. Jordan Maialata is making the team. I think we're all swooning about him. Uh, they are up next. Adam Schefter is going to swoon a lot. Jordan Maialata, what's not to swoon about? He's a swooner. I, I agree, but you, you swoon all the time. Yeah, I, I wear swoon my heart on my sleeve. Yeah, yeah, and by the way, Braves have Pirates, Red Sox, Diamondbacks. Let's go! <laughs> Nothing? <Silence>. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Well, they're coming up next. Morning show live at 6 o'clock. Adam Schefter at 8. David Pollock at 9 a.m. Thank you for listening to Fanatic at 5. Fanatic Sports Times 555.